You're listening to Cox's Debriefing Podcast with Jason and Rachel. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, we are back. Uh, I'm Jason. Okay, my wife is not with me today. I've got two special guests with me in the studio. Okay, it's not really a studio. <laughs> this is just the back room where I'm just doing a live recording. Okay, on the one side, I've got Shadrick. Shadrick is not a stranger to us. He has been here before. He has done a podcast with me. We did a podcast on racism and bigotry. Uh, Shadrick, how are you, brother? Uh, doing great. You're doing great, my brother. That was, that was an awesome podcast, eh? Powerful subject. Powerful subject. We we spoke on some heavy shit there, deep shit. Uh, we need to talk about such things because most people are inconsiderate that they even happen in the world they're living uh, in. Yeah, exactly. People are not informed, you know. They, they just got this narrative, they got the specific narrative, and then that's it, you know. Cool. This is how things are in South Africa, and we're going to go with that. But that's why we're here. We're here now because we're going to talk about things that are also happening globally. That are affecting yeah, uh, each and every uh, single uh, human being yeah, alive. Today. Global globalizations, as such. Yeah. Ah. And on the other side, I've got my main man, Vusi. Vusi, uh, are you my channel? I'm fine. I'm powerful. And you? yourself? Oh, I'm always good, my channel. Yeah. I'm happy to be happy. Happy. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy that you guys are here. And uh, feeling a bit nervous because the the topic is about um, what I said earlier. We're going to speak about. Um, this this YouTube video that was released. When was it released? Some time ago. Eh? Let me just check quickly when it was released. 2012. Okay, so it's an old video. It's called My Alpha 21 The Black Holocaust. Uh, very, very deep, deep, deep video. Lucy, you were the one that actually told me about this on Tuesday. And then I went to it and I watched it. And then I made a copy and I gave it to Shadrick. And Shadrick also watched it and... Yeah, he was stunned too. I mean, there was a lot of things in it that was stunned. All right. Has my intro finished played? Yeah, my intro's finished played, yeah. Let's get into it. Um, before we go there, I just want to talk about the happenings of last week, what's been happening with that pastor, Alf. <laughs> hey? Yeah. But the guy's crazy, eh? <laughs> he put, there's a guy in a coffin dressed in a white suit, white gloves. Hey, and then he preaches, he prays a bit, and hallelujah, rise, my man, rise from the dead. Hey, it's like magic, bro. It's, <laughs> it's like magic. <laughs> but you know how much controversy now that video has caused? Now it's making a mockery of Christianity as such. Yeah, I think it's always been the case where people are getting scammed through the medium of Christianity. Yeah. Know? Because um some some people like they the pastor are aware of this. They're saying that especially in Africa, uh they are people who are looking for miracles, not for God. So they're using that for money. For money, my yeah. So for money. They don't want the rollings, they want the the notes. The ching. The ching must come flying in. But there's, there was I saw on Facebook there was another pastor that also prayed for this pastor Elf to say what he's doing 
is wrong. He's making a mockery. I mean, there is real pastors out there, ministers and doing that, that really are preaching the word of God. And then you get this oak that does completely the opposite, makes a mockery. And hence why we got all this atheism in, in, in a society of ours today. Hey, do, have you got any atheist friends? No, huh? not that I'm aware of, but there are many atheists that I follow on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially, I don't want to name drop, but Dr. Uma Johnson is yeah. is a person that I follow so much. So it's not an he is not an atheist. He's a pan Africanist. Yeah, yeah, pan Africanist. So, like I said before, they know the pastors know that people are looking for miracles, and the only way to make money is come with some sort of uh, miracle whatever yeah, yeah. they call it and then they get money in that uh, I mean don't get me wrong I've got nothing really wrong against atheism as such I know they don't believe in God <clears throat> but they have got almost like commandments like we have they have got set of rules thou should not steal and that so their, their guidelines to life is almost the same as ours it's just that they don't do it with using God's name yeah. passion Passion, yeah. Passion. What, what I've realized when I delved a little bit into the study is passion. Yeah. Most of Christians today, they are not so much their faith. Their faith is like an umbrella that's got holes but in a rain. That's what right? it's about. It's about faith. It's about faith. Yeah, it's and about faith. You realize that these atheists, they've got so much passion and they've got so much faith yeah. into this whole following that they are onto that in terms of as comparing or actually calculating the scale of it, they, they are by, bypassing most Christians today. Mm. This is why you happen to find things like preachers that will claim that they are raising people from the dead. Yeah. And when you're a true believer, you just know that I don't need to search for God for when he comes onto this earth, nobody's going to have to tell me. I will know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, on dead as well, just to add on what Shetrek is saying, I mean, if you are a pastor and then why do you have to have money to preach the word of God? You know, why do you have to make money out of yeah. the word of God? Okay, the way, the way I see it, the Bible says uh, you've got to give 10% of your earnings. Okay, true. Uh, I never really understood that <clears throat> because the church that my mom used to go to, he always complained about the two rand that was in the plate. And, and that's where I got offended. And that's when I realized, you know what, this, this guy's not here to, to make money, to give to donations and stuff like that and help the poor and that. He's here in it for the money. Right? He's, he's in it for the money. Because then he goes on, he says, look, I've also got lights to, uh, lights to pay and I've got rent to pay and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. It's a 50-50 failure. But when they start driving BMWs and Ferraris <laughs> and then get uh, this pastor Alf, he came in with a limousine and he had traffic cops escorted him. Mm. Hey, come on, that's very powerful shit. That's, that's money rolling there. Eh? Such an entrance, to make such an entrance I get, no, oh, come on, it's just, it's just not my style. It cramps my style, 100%. Mm. All right, let's get into it quickly. I'm going to play a short clip. Actually, there's, there's a few clips that I want to play. I've actually gone into my YouTube channel. I've time marked it. I want to first play this clip. Uh, the Black Holocaust. Let's go into it quickly. This is a short uh, description quickly of how it took place. The fact is that almost every aspect of the American economy was at some level or another invested in the slave business. 
You also need to recognize that for the wealthy elitist who controlled this system, slaves were an asset as long as they were slaves. But at the moment they are set free, they become a liability. And what the elite knew was that the end of slavery would instantly release four million people into the economy who had been kept uneducated and effectively unemployable anywhere but the cotton field. And what they were concerned about was that this was going to bankrupt the American economy. Taxes were going to go through the roof to take care of these people. Crime was going to be rampant. The prisons were going to be flooded. There was going to be this population overrun. And in the North, the biggest fear was migration from the South of these black people. The other fear that these people had was intermarriage between blacks and whites would lead to a loss of racial purity. The question was... All right. What are, the, what are, they, what, what are these guys saying here? I mean, come on. The white elites, they're the ones that went to Africa. They're the ones that, that stole Africans and brought them to America and created the slavery thing, okay? Now, some years later, now slavery is abolished. I think the British abolished it, then it became a worldwide event that it's abolished. And now they're saying this. Now they're saying because we're going to release these slaves into society, they're going to become a liability now. I mean, come on. Today we, we know, we understand that this is a cruel event and it should have never taken, a, uh, a, a, you know, it should have never happened. Chadwick, what, what's your take on what you just heard there? Well, in my understanding is this. Uh, the same, when we look at slavery, then we compare ours here in Africa, people that suffered uh, colonization, it's the same thing. What that piece of article is saying is this. As long as the powers that be are benefiting, then it's good. But as long as they are going to conceive a liability, therein lies a problem. Because you look at the structure of slavery. Slavery, where slaves were used in cotton fields. They were used in households. They were used in manufacturers. Yeah, of course. All of that. At that point in time, they served the purpose. Up until... Like you said, Britain started to abolish slavery. So America looks at the rest of the world and does not want the rest of the world to think it's it's what it is. Well, some of us know America in another face. Yeah. <laughs> if I can say that. Glamorous. True. True. Vusi? Well, what I can say, uh, slavery still exists now. Just in a different format. Just in a different format. I, I like to see it as a word called commercial slavery. Commercial slavery, you can. And we all, we all know what commercial slavery is. Yeah, yeah. you, you could check uh, now through the media what they're doing. Né? They, they're giving young ones drugs, you know, commercial drugs like your para, like cold, cough, cough mixtures. Yeah, you see, yeah. weed now is getting legalized. So everything now it's becoming mental slavery. The only way now they cannot kill black people now mm. but what they can do is actually control them from within their minds that's mm. what they can do and they are doing it on a daily basis when you watch tv you see black people specifically hating on one another and that's that's not what civilization civilization and liberal liberalism is about you yeah know? it's it, now it's 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 more visible to the black eye that we need to uh, maybe drink more 
have many wives, you know, cheat on our own, you know, yeah, and yeah. defeat the purpose of us reuniting as black people. But now, what's happening? It's uh, modern day slavery. Slavery has never been dead. It's just it's just it's just yeah. changed its face. Yeah, oh, modern day slavery. Um, I like that. <coughs> I like that very much. And another term word for modern day slavery is that human trafficking. That's also slavery. Human uh, trafficking. Me and my wife did a podcast on human trafficking, but we spoke more about watch your kids. It was about the children malls. Don't don't leave them unattended. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you go to the toilet, you come back, your child's gone. Oh. You know the various things. That's a very powerful term. Modern slavery. I mean, modern slavery in a sense, it's you're supposed to have chains. Back in the day, the chains were visible. They were physical. You could literally yes. see them. You could literally see it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But in today's world, the chains are invisible, but they're still there due to certain constraints that I, have been put you know, into place. It, in, layman's, in layman's terms, okay, if I want to go into layman's terms, explaining commercial slavery is you open an Eggers account, you're buying clothes on account, and you're paying back, what, 20-odd 20 20 odd percent? That's the that's the commercial slavery that I'm talking about. They enslaving you, and you go to school, and you go to college. You come out, and you are basically your salary structure doesn't allow you to live a life, a comfortable life. So what do you do? You're forced to open accounts. You're forced to take a bond. You're forced to take a loan out on a car and and pay back interest. That to me is how I see modern day slavery. And just to add into that, what you've just said, those are the basic necessities of life. You didn't mention any luxuries. Yeah, but why must it be the basic necessities of life? I mean, that's the whole catch, man. I mean, it's fucked up. That's the thing. That's the thing. You've got these elites that have got so much wealth at their disposal. They are made. Their children's children are made. They keep on making billions and trillions over people's backs. The, the thing that stands out the most when you talk about this with other races because I'm black but I've went beyond the point where I feel that slavery is only a black thing nowadays slavery is about financial status Yeah, you, you are only free as the level of your pocket will allow you yeah, to you, be your, your image, your ego I mean what? look at how they portray relationships, how they portray the role of a man you know a man was meant by God to lead. Yeah. We are leaders. But then again, we are subjugated to look at women as though they're supposed to be on top of us. And the, the whole isms, slavery, modern slavery. Remember we spoke about the isms on that. Everything we had a heavy discussion about the isms. <laughs> about the main, like today the main topics is your sexism and your feminism. Okay, that's the main thing today. Because women want to go out there and tackle the man's job. But they really can't do the main job. And, then, and they've got this thing in their head. I'm going to do this job. I don't <laughs> care that you're a CEO. I also want to be a CEO in mm-hmm. it. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. I understand that. But when, they, when the pressure comes real, and then when you as a man put pressure on her because she's a feminist, then you become a sexist. Then you're a sexist. And you get labeled a sexist. True. Fuck, it's Democrat, man. And there's all court cases and going on. Yes. You know, that's it's, too much. It's legislation. It's policy. It's, it's, it's a level of control that the system has induced upon people yeah. without people being aware of it, right? So right now, you've got a man fighting against a woman yeah. instead of both of them being aligned with each other and then seeing that, you know what, there's a little 
There's a little odd guy there at the, at, the, at the corner there and he's trying to get to us and he's willing to do anything. You know, yeah. there's a very powerful message that says it's all fair in love and war. And living in today's world, knowing what's really happening with Christ and the Antichrist and all these so-called social parties, racial parties, it's yeah. crazy. We live in a very, yeah. very... I mean, I've got nothing wrong against feminism. I mean, come on, let, let's be fair. Yeah? Everybody wants to be equal. You know what? Fair enough, fair enough. But I'm simply going to explain that in this. I'm not saying that a man is above a woman or a, bo- a woman is above a man. I'm just saying... But it's been a, seen like it for years. There's for a many, rock, many fucking years. There's a rock that one guy can pick up, but one woman cannot, right? We're just saying we realize the vulnerabilities of women, and then we're not trying to capitalize upon those vulnerabilities. Just that the powers that be want people to focus on that. Hence why yeah. they, they always strive to find little issues between that, black and white. Th- that's it, yeah. Alright, let's go back onto the video quickly. There's another clip, uh, one hour, 1.28. This talks about uh, eugenics. Now, we'll, okay, we'll go into it and we'll explain a bit. Okay, I think it's going to explain a little bit what eugenics means, but let, let's go into it quickly. Alright, I, I, I can't find that part now on YouTube um, about um, What's it? I would have said eugenics. So I'm just going to quickly go into the definition quickly, what you, the word eugenics means. The science of improving a population by controlled breeding to increase the occurrence of desirable... Uh, what's that word, Chadwick? <laughs> what's Habit- that word? Habitable characteristics. Yeah, okay. So eugenics is exactly what it is there. It's controlling the population. Okay. Chadwick, you saw that part. You want to go into it quickly? Come, come closer, Tana. I'm, I'm, I'm wait. Huh? You can go speak. Uh, eugenics. Well, we should go to Darwin's theory of evolution when the first issues were edited out. We found that uh, there was more of a sentence there edited compared to the others. It's exactly as. It's more or less self-explanatory, but we realize that when they delve a little bit more into the term of eugenics, they wanted to do a little bit more. They wanted to control and regulate the production of other species while they protected them and then subjugate other species that were thought of to be a little bit less intolerable or not to be as of them then those species were subjugated to, I would say, destruction. So eugenics is, ah, eugenics is basically what we are living in today because this has been structured over centuries and it's been kept in the dark. Even the people that thought they were doing good, well, some people just took that good and then they used it for their own. Yeah, because at, at a later stage, they couldn't use the word eugenics anymore, so they had to create something else. So they came up with the term word uh, planned parent, parenthood, where they had these True. branches all over America. True. And it was specifically designed to be in black areas where, where black people were living. True. They were, so they were mostly concentrated in black minority communities. Black non- minority, yeah. Yes. Uh, the, project. the project. The project. The project itself, yeah. And the American uh, government funded, or the Congress at that time, funded them, gave them money to come up with all kinds of ideas and abortion tablets, and they created abortion was not illegal, but it was there. So they were going to these minority groups 
and advise them that, you know, do you really want to have children? You know, we offer Planned Parenthood and that you can come in, we'll give you uh, an abortion and all that. What's interesting about eugenics is because in, in this video that the, the, they did like interviews with a couple of people in America and they asked, what do you think has killed off black people in general? A lot of them said AIDS, HIV, and heart disease, and cancer, and all that. And then right at the end, boom, boom the guy said, no, boom. It, it's abortion. Boom. Abortion. Boom. Yeah, abortion is killing boom. of the black, the black minorities in America because the white elites didn't want the population to expand because of what you heard there in the beginning. They had liability in that, and they're scared of creating... They're going to create havoc and all that, which is totally wrong. I mean, Fusi, yeah. Fusi, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think uh, eugenics still exists even today. Um, you can look around in the... It's okay. So that no, it's okay. Yeah, you can look around in, 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 in the hoods, in, in the communities, you know. You, you, in a form of racism, eh? in a form of racism, this actually happens you know because like you said like the video says these people were afraid once you become afraid of something you're going to come up with desperate measures to control uh, exclude you know i mean this eugenics is actually happening now yeah why do black people don't have proper jobs proper means of uh, taking care of themselves why else other people are having that uh, uh, that privilege, you know. It's still eugenics. It it when you look at yourself being defeated, you know, you won't you won't want to make babies. You won't want to have families. I mean, if you are in a poverty state, why would you want to have a baby, uh, a family, a nice house? Because you don't have means of giving or protecting or helping your family to move forward to the next uh, level or whatever. So. Basically, eugenics is still happening even today. Yeah, it, it, it is, but I won't say it's happening in South Africa as much. And there's a reason why I say that. What is the, what is the population of black people in American percentage-wise? How much percentage does it make up? Do you know? 12%. 12%. Well, maybe 60 to 80% makes up the white population in America. Then, of course, you've got your Muslims and and all other people like Japanese. I mean, remember, America is a rainbow culture, just like us. We like to see ourselves as a rainbow culture. In our country, what does whites make up? Eight, eight, eight to 9%. Eight to 9%. So, so in other words, white people are the minority, and black people, which makes up 45, is it 45% makes up as black? So I won't say eugenics is really here in South Africa, if you can see it that way. It's global. It's it's global. Certain Bolt, certain Bolt was a uh, was the president of Planned Parenthood in America. Yeah, he authorized an abortion. In fact, he didn't. Yeah, he did authorize an abortion. But Elaine Riddick, lady by the name of Elaine Riddick, was at the age of thirteen when this abortion was done. Yeah. So the guardian that had stood guardianship uh, on a guardianhood had authorized that she should go for an abortion. Yeah. But she didn't go for an abortion. The child was delivered. Yeah. But before the child was delivered, they asked that for them to deliver the child, she had to be sterilized. Yeah. Meaning she will never 
ever have another kid. That's right, that's life. right. And she didn't even uh, know about it. Yes, yeah. that happened. And then the only reasons why they explained to her the reasons why they had to do it, they said, she's an imbecile. Stupid. Feeble-minded. She's feeble-minded. She's mindless. Yeah. She's incapable of taking care of herself. This woman did something extraordinary. She proved that it's not what the powers that be say that is going to be the outcome of life. Right? Yeah. Because she went and she, despite all this, she acquired a college degree. Of course. Her son went and became the owner of three companies. Yes, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. So, where is the feeble-mindedness in that? Where is the stupidity? It's, it's self-taught. It's this is the thing. From the white elite. The elite are still practicing eugenics even today. Yeah. Hence why I said it's beyond color now. It's all about how much you have in terms of money. Because they have stipulated this. The reason why you are alive and you would ever be considered to be a person of power, it's how much money you have. Yeah. So anybody that does not have money, you are considered irrelevant. It's like Charles, Charles Darwin. He yeah. was the one that came up with this concept, the survival of the fittest. The survival of the fittest. Uh, separating races and cultures. And, and who came up with the theory of eugenics? Charles Darwin. Charles Cousin. Darwin, yeah, exactly. He came up with that concept, yeah. So we're still suffering through this. As long as we, we, we still see perpetual things that are narrated there on TV, as long as we see men that are portrayed in very obscure or bizarre yeah. characters, as long as we see women dressed in short skirts, as long as we see this profanity, as long as we contemplate sex all the time, as long as there's drugs in the world, there's always going to be a level of eugenics implanted on us. You remember what George Bush said in 2001 when yeah. he was going against 9-11? Yes. He said, it's either you are with us or you are against, against us. us yeah. Guys, take a little bit of research. Look at all the countries that the United States does not want to negotiate you nor know, even have business with. Those are the, country, the countries that don't tolerate the way the United States operate. Yeah. These guys, uh, it's, 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 a very, it's a very murky, but it's clear. It's the very same things that our forefathers were fighting for in the foundation of this world. These things have been happening. Heck, they've been happening before even Jesus came here. Yeah. All right. They're still happening after Jesus came here. They're still using his religion. You know, that, that's the thing. I'm thinking mass media has, in a way trying to prove that uh, or actually not even trying to prove to drive awareness between people and God yeah. to make them a godless nation yeah. so that they can put, it's like they're scientists they're probing them they're, they, they're yeah. putting us in a lab you know colonization that's like closing people off in a lab whether it be you cannot see that lasses or not but some of us have got eyes that see beyond what most eyes would be able to see so we want to tell the people that you know what there's something that is trying to fight and drive a wedge between all peoples of earth yeah. from coming together. Because with unity comes prosperity, but with division comes anarchy. Just anarchy. Yeah. And, and we're seeing that anarchy at the moment. I mean, what Shetrak is, say, he is saying, I can actually relate to it. I mean, all a person was never meant... This is the idea of God. You were never meant to be sick. How can AIDS, cancer, 
diabetes, arthritis, and all that. I mean, this is eugenics, another form of eugenics. How can they have, uh, you have such diseases, yet you don't have a cure for? I mean, this is the elites, the way of the elites to function and to actually continue their agenda on certain races. And, yeah. you know, this is another form of eugenics. If you have, maybe for an example, Libya or DRC Congo, who's, who has the most powerful uh, uh, commodities, you know, and then you, you come up with a plan of making the people sick there so that you can own the land and own whatever there is in and that's, in and that's exactly what happened in america yeah. Yeah. when when christopher Columbus and those people came in the red indians were a threat to them so what they had to do they had to neutralize the red indians so that the and at that that time it was silver eh? silver was the mineral in america that that built the economy in america years later the monetary system was created where you printed money and that um yeah, Cedric, you, you got some more stuff there. I see you got some more stuff there. On, on abortion, if we touch base on abortion, this is a clip that was said in the White House in April 3, 1972 by Richard Nixon. This is what he said. He said, a majority of people vote for abortion. I think a majority of people in Michigan voted for abortion. But I think in both cases, well certain in Michigan, well, certainly in Michigan, they will vote for it because they think that only the black little bastards were going to be aborted. Hey, I, I heard that. Uh, flipping fucking cruel. Eh? It's cruel. Nasty shit. It's cruel. People, people, we need to be aware of this. Racial segregation borders, in a, in a sense. We've talked about borders before. Those things exist only in our own heads. And they exist in our heads and these people think that they can take and keep on misusing and abusing the rest of the world yeah. because they see it fit that they, i mean their forefathers have been doing this their forefathers before their forefathers have been doing this that's why we're talking about faith and a level of separation and division because these people have did their homework they, they did their homework and the rest of the world is not even aware nor even trying to catch up yeah. just sheep mindless sheep that don't even think about what's really happening in the world. And it's scary. Yeah, it's, yeah. To me, Christianity, okay? Mm. A lot of people, and we, we touched base on it now in the beginning of our podcast, where people are mocking Christianity. Christianity to me was a guideline. It was a guideline to life itself. It came with a set of rules, the Ten Commandments. And then as you read further into the Bible, there's various stories in it, Okay. Uh, now, where atheist comes in, atheists don't believe in stories like Samson pushing down a building and a burning bush, and there's this cloud in the sky. Atheists believe in uh, what you can't see, what you can't touch. You know, it, it's science. Science has now proved it. I don't know if you remember there was this YouTube video on on Facebook about these Nigerians, and there's one guy's a professor, and he walks through the core. You know, you know this video. There's this little boy drinking yogurt, and, he, and he's going. What are you drinking there? Mm. Oh, I'm drinking fresh yogurt. Yeah. Is it nice? Yes. Like, and then, then he says, uh, oh, David, to, to a, a friend of his there, he says, I hear you won a, a YouTube Golden Award. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's awesome. Thanks, God. So the guy goes, thanks, God. Can you he, see? Can, yeah, can you see God. God? No. Can you touch God? No, we can't. Then God is not real because science has proven it. <laughs> All right, 
Then the boy goes back and, and, and he, he carries on. He says, you see, common logic. He says, my common sense tells me that there's no God. Okay. <laughs> and then the little boy goes, um, can you see your common sense? And the professor goes, no. Uh? He says, can you touch your common sense? Uh, no. <laughs> and, and he goes, you see, therefore... Your common sense is not real. It's yeah. not existing. And the professor stood still. He goes, oh, he couldn't even answer. The world would make sense in a... Yeah, of, of course, yeah. But uh, it's, it's, it's like this country. We know the story about Jan van Riebeek when Jan van Riebeek came. He worked for a company called VOC. Okay. His mission, okay, and he didn't come here 2,000 years ago. Like, like uh, the one politician on you said, he came here 2,000 years ago. <laughs> okay. But he came here to open up a station, a refreshment station, basically where in those years they were um, exporting with herbs, coffee, spices and that, you know, spices. Come to Cape Town, refresh, and then maybe pick up some whores and whatnot, you know what I mean? You know, it wasn't, and then go further to the adventure. Jan van Rubik only stayed 10 years. It was about 10 years, maybe 10 years plus, and then he went back to, his, uh, to Holland where he came from. It was the other people that came into the country that came off ships from Holland and from Amsterdam and that. When the Cape Colony evolved, it was under the British command, okay? In the 1820s, when it was now the Cape Colony. The Afrikaners at that time, the Boer, as we all know them, refused to pay taxes to the Queen. And there was a big argument, big disputes about it. And they said, okay, if I'm not going to pay taxes, I'm leaving. They ventured out into Africa, South Africa, and the Groot Trek began with Peter Tief, Geert Maritz, and that. Met up with the Kozas on the Fish River, and then further met up with uh, Dingaan. Uh, Peter Tief and his men were killed, and then the Battle of the Blood River. Right, we know all that part of history, okay? What we don't know, and a lot of people don't know out there, is that... When the British discovered that the Buddha were digging up gold and diamonds in it, this is where the shit starts. This is where America and Italy and France and that all got nice gold reserves in their banks, you know, the monetary system, their currency. England at that time was <laughs> dropping, so they need gold. But now you've got Paul Kruger there, and Paul Kruger is not really allowing it. So the only way to get the gold is to get rid of Paul Kruger. And hence we had the two Boer Wars. And the Boer Wars went on and on and they couldn't win. England, Britain almost went bankrupt of these wars. All for gold. Eh? And uh, then the ANC came into the picture. ANC came into the picture and basically they were then on a mission. And the British and the Russians and other parts of the world and even the Jewish people. Because we know Joe Slobo was a Jew, was a Jew boy. All the bombs that they had back in those days was not created, yeah. It came from overseas. It came from... Yes, we do know that the ANC acquired some help even from the Russians. Yeah, they, they, they acquired help. For, and there's a, there's a documentary, and I mentioned to you, Vusi, I want you to watch, called Tainted Heroes. Yeah. In that documentary, they talk about how they acquired help from the Russians in it to help them take over. So, yeah. yes, liberation. How some of the leaders yeah. were... Taken to Moscow, given Moscow, given training, given training, given training, so that they can come back and fulfill. Is that their agenda or the other people's? Agenda? It was also the other people's agenda. But you see, in South Africa, liberation ANC is a liberation movement. We know that, 
And liberation to me is a far more stronger ideology than any other ideology that's been created. It is. It's a very powerful ideology. Can we have a new term called libera education? Yeah. Because it's I already there. It's, it's yeah, already. I think we need liberation with education because how we went about acquiring power into this country was completely the other yeah, way around. Remember, we were on TV. I mean, black people were on TV saying liberation now, education later. Who said that? Yeah, I, I, I know somebody said that. Winnie, uh, I think she was married to some guy. But what? Yeah, Winnie. Winnie. Winnie Mandela. Yeah, Mandela, yeah the it was. A, yeah, yeah, liberate and educate later. Yes. But did that become a reality? It did become a reality, but uh, it became a reality that overcasted a very dark shadow to another uh, realm. I don't know. I think it's too late because... It is. What's happening now... We all been taught, black people have all been taught about liberation and that, and it's right. You know, you, you have the right to, to liberate against your white condolist. Okay, we understand that. But we don't know why we are liberating. We, are li- we think we're liberating for a freedom and financial freedom. So we've got freedom now, okay? But now we're at this stage where we don't have financial freedom. We don't have that financial freedom, do we? Every time when you Because that financial freedom is still in those hands that were trying to help the ANC back in those days. You know? T's apply. Yeah, T's T's apply T's because apply. the British could not get their hands on this country. They could not get their hands on the gold because the border was too strong. So yeah, ANC came over in 1994, 1994 was given. And what happened to ANC? They were bankrupt. There was no money in the bank account. So, what do you, what, what, so what's the next step? Privatization. No. Considering about privatization, some money. SOEs, state-owned enterprises, were sold in order to accumulate a bank account, you know, so that the country can survive. And it's heading that way, that direction. No, we're already there. Mm. We're already there. NGE 2019 is here. This is, we can call this the history of selling out. Just to give you a, a bit of an example of what happened before this, there's a guy who everybody loves. America goes by the name of Jesse Jackson. Uh, Jesse Jackson, back in 1984, he ran for presidency. Jesse Jackson was against abortion. Now, now Jesse Jackson is, is a black man, eh? He's a black man. He's a black he, man, yeah. He was against abortion. Baptist, right? Baptist minister eh? and politician. So what happened when he was calling for power for him to go into office? He started to cave in a little bit and say, it's the girl's child the girl's choice whether they want to have an abortion or not. Yeah. So he's com- he, he compromised his core beliefs because we've got groups like the Black Panthers, so the Black Panthers, and then there was a group called the Nation of Islam. Those people were against abortion. They wanted it to be abolished. Yeah, because they knew what it was doing. Yes. They knew exactly what it was doing. It is the Abortion, it is a new one. It is the new death camp. If the Nazis had a guest chamber, now... All nations in the world have a gas chamber. Yeah, you know, you know those chambers, you know, when the Nazis had their chambers in, that, in slavery camps. You know where those slavery camps came from? Yeah, in South Africa. We had concentration camps where the British enslaved Afrikaans women and children in, in the war wow. periods, you know? Wow. And the Nazis adapted that style. Also did another discovery. That the, the abortion came off firstly in the form of a pill. Yes. Trace it back. The... The, the Nazis used to use Zyklon B gas 
Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Nazis were also interested in what Planned Parenthood were doing. Yeah. And so were we. Yeah. So was this government of ours, part the, of the government. The company that actually came up with Zyklon V gas, the one that came up with the abortion tablet. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. So even today, that company that had killed so many Jews, that had killed so many people, we're still constituting it and we're still tolerating it and we're still giving money onto yeah. such organizations. Coming back to liberation, Usi, um, maybe you'll agree with me. A lot of people in this country have been suffering uh, for years. I mean, for years. Not 30 years, not 40 years, hundreds of years. So we're on that stage now, NGA 2019, okay? The whole idea of EFF and that is nationalism. And people are talking about socialism, bringing socialism into the country. Would you agree that when that happens, uh, all the investors will pull out? We've seen it happen in Congo. Aye? What other countries we've seen it happen? Angola? Aye? Yeah, Help Angola. me out, guys. Help uh, me out, yeah. Angola. Angola. Okay, so... Um, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, but Zimbabwe is still going through their process now. Yeah, they they, 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 they kicked out the whites. Yeah. All the investors pulled their money out and basically the country bit for bit went down to shit and the, the money the currency went sky high a loaf of bread's gonna cost you what thousand dollars is this is more now I don't they, know they used a completely wrong strategy I'm like we, we, this is what we need to try and we need to make them realize how the super idiot how they function right because they don't steal like normal people like, even a, a person in power I wouldn't say because when one person steals one million, maybe in billion, whatever. Okay, cool. That, that, they steal more each yeah. and every single day. They, they steal precious commodities from all countries. They are willing to constitute whatever reason for them to get their, their, yeah. their, 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 their way, whatever they want to get. I mean, look at, look at the history. We're talking about colonization. Yeah. Same shit. Same shit, yeah. All right. We're talking about slavery. Same thing. Yeah. I can name you the the latest event that I think also is a holocaust and most people are not aware of it, which is what happened onto the Islam nation due to 9-11. Yeah. Because it was a fuss. They have even confirmed that it was a fuss. So how many of the Islam, the Muslims, how many yeah, did they kill? But we all, we all know the conspiracies surrounding the 9-11. What was it really about? Oil. Uh, was nothing. Oil. Precious. Black gold. Precious commodities. Precious commodities. Why? Because when Richard Nixon was around and when Vietnam happened, we know the history of Vietnam, the battle between North and South. And when the world realized how powerful Americans were oh, and what they were doing, you know, to help the, in, in Vietnam, the oil, not the gold that was in the Fort Knox Bank, mm-hmm. other countries stopped pulling out. Now, what happens when you start pulling gold out? Because your currency, and that is all based on the amount of gold that you got on, the monetary system, you know? So what was the next step? Because people were pulling the gold out, so the next step was oil. And the Americans are fighting hard to ensure that the oil price is still sold in the dollar. You know, it must be sold in the dollar. But, but coming back to liberation, liberation is, to me, this is the way I see liberation. Uh... Once 
all the rich money, the rich man's money is out of this country, investors pull out. It's not going to, we're not going to come right straight away. It's going to take another 30 to 40 years before we start seeing signs of improvement. And there's also a big if, okay, because Ethiopia, okay, I recently I thought they were colonized, but they're not. They were never colonized, but they were invaded by Italy. All right, remember I spoke to you the other day about Vusi. They were invaded by Italy and they regained their independence in 1941. And we all know the history of Ethiopia. We've seen photos of Africans, skin and bone, and poverty was harsh. I mean, really harsh. We think Zimbabwe is harsh. Uh -uh. Ethiopia was harsh, and it was a worldwide event. And only now, recently, Ethiopia is showing signs of improvement. Okay? So this is how I'm seeing liberation. We are liberating against the white elites. We are prepared to go into a poverty stage because in the end, it's worth it. Hey, Vusi, help me out. Help me out, Vusi. Yeah. Help me out. Yeah. I think uh, this whole issue of being colonized, the effects of apartheid are now visible. You know, because you have people going around hating on white people, of which it's not liberation in a way. <coughs> you know, you still have people that are holding the funds that are, that needs to impact communities all around uh, the communities, so forth. You know, you still have people who are corrupt. Yeah. Our government officials who yeah, are, of course, who are very corrupt. You still have. Uh, the 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 spin doctors, other political parties that are spin doctors, making they are fronting. They are just there to front. You know, I don't want to mention names. You know, but it goes with the blue color. You know, so yeah. th th those things are the are, are the the things that are keeping us stagnant as a country, as a nation. I I I had an analogy during this week. You know, you don't fight a zebra. A zebra has black and white fragments on it. Yes, yes, Imagine yes. if there's no black, there's no white. Yeah. How can a zebra function? It will it will lack identity. It will lack many things. Yeah. You know? So we are in, in this this dysfunction whereby it's 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 black hating white, white hating black because of the the forefathers, the people. Yeah, well, be in, this country is, in this country, yeah. it's because of apartheid. We, we, know, we know that much. Exactly. But apartheid, to me, was always about political correctness. Okay? Uh, but more so in saying, so, okay, maybe I'm using political correctness mm -hmm. in, in the correct con con context. Because context is always important here in everything yeah. we discuss here yeah. and we debate here, okay? Mm -hmm. The context around apartheid is that it was created, okay? And why was it created? Mm -hmm. You've heard me talk about the British settlers coming here and about the Boers not willing to pay tax to the Queen and that, and they ventured out into Africa. If the English could not beat the Boers, they had to create a political system that the world will see and that the media would use it as a propaganda status to bring down the government, the MP government of that time. But are, you, are you guys with me on the same? Are you yeah. on the same page as me? Yes, yeah. that's the model that the ANC did actually. They they went for a bushveld war because the tactics that they had to use were bushveld. Yeah, exactly. But, but they they took the war. Everybody, 
Bush, the bourgeois means everybody, every citizen, every inhabitant within a piece of land is regarded as a military. That, that tech, yeah, as a military object. So even even people like, can you imagine old women were looked at as military combatants? Yeah. Right. No, that, yeah. that 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 was the thing. That's why the, the ANC ended up going to the to 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 the farms to to do the things that they were doing because they felt like. The only portion of the country that was being opposed to this war of theirs, the the the, the black war, was only the black communities. Yeah. All right, like we 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 understand that it, it it's a period that's very harsh. It's a period that has happened, and it's a period that we're not saying that we're not acknowledging, but we need to start acknowledging one thing. This this at this time, thank you for that picture of Haile Selassie. At this time, it's it's about what the people want to stand for against the people that want to take from them, right? You realize 95% of people are going to get robbed. And I mean, 95% of blacks, whites, Indians, whatever race you have against this group of people that just want to take everything from them. Yeah, true. That's what we need to start focusing on. But I want to come back, Vusia, because I'm going to use, you did a search on this. Who's this? Halle Selassie. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a chance to talk because I see you want to talk about him. But Jan Smuts, eh? We all know who Jan Smuts was, eh? And Winston Churchill <coughs> were friends. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Did you know that they were friends? I, I, so saw, you, I, saw, I saw a picture. Uh, we were talking yeah. about it, and I showed yeah. you. There's a book. There's yeah. a book, book on about, it. Yeah. You can get it in CNA. Jan Smuts and Winston Churchill. Mm. Come on. Put your heads together there. I mean, why were they big chummies? Because Winston Churchill was telling Jan Smuts what to do, mm. you know? Jan Smuts, to me, was a spy for the British, man. He helped create apartheid, and he enforced apartheid into this country. Because why? The Buddha at that time were not afraid now of the British. Now, now they were afraid of communism. They were afraid of communism because we all know how Russia has taken land over the last 500 years. Mm. Peace for peace, peace for peace. And they were going to war, and they were just taking land. So they were f- afraid, and, and that paranoia lent South Africa to be this most powerful military nation. I mean, we had the best helicopters. Mm. We had an army, and the soldiers that they used uh, was a recce. Reckies, they were reckies. And the training of a recce was far more superior to that of the Marine in America, you know? So in a way, we were th- a, th- a threat. So yeah, they were afraid of communism. Uh, and they didn't want it to happen in that, but yeah. Okay. Hey? Yeah. Who's he? So, yeah. To, to, I, yeah. This thing that you did a search on her. No, like, I was just going through Haile Silas, you know, this, this person is, is so, so, so powerful, you know. I mean, he was the one who was fighting against the Italian invasion. You know, I have a picture yeah. of him where the queen of... Uh, Queen Elizabeth bowing to him, you know. I think I've seen that bowing picture. Yes, but not her, just her. There was another couple of white elit- elitists e- exactly. that bowed. Is, it this, is this the dude? This is the guy. Oh, my word. You know, and you, it, it shows you that how one independent color becomes powerful and the other is powerful. They can make this beautiful zebra work. You know. no, but what you're saying there, yeah. I, I watched a clip on that Charco Zulu. I was, talk, I was yeah. talking to you on Tuesday about Charco yes. Zulu, yes. TV do- show that they made. Yes. 
and there was people from Britain. Mm-hmm. They'd also did the same, and they drank unkumboti. Yeah, and yeah. they said words, you know, worshiping yeah. the king, yeah. king shark, and that. So, yeah. what you just explained happened also in shaka days. They, they white people also praised shaka and my king. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's that's the whole issue around everything. You know, we need as people start taking care of one another. If you don't slaughter, it doesn't mean that I'm cruel to to your culture or whatever. Yeah. But we need to tolerate each other's culture. If 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 you go to the to Spain, for an example, there are chopped ribs there. But now I prefer to do it culturally, yeah. in my own culture. I prefer to take out intestines, eat yes. intestines, the head. We reserve it for the for the elderly people, you know, and so forth. So we need, as people, black and white. This is a zebra force. We yeah. need, we need this force. I mean, if we we keep on, it's it's basically divide and conquer. Yeah. Still being practiced today. You of course, know? yes. If I'm divided from you, my guy. Maybe you have a farm. I have the hands. You know, yeah. I have the hands of agricultural. I maybe I'm gifted agriculturally. Yeah. We can work our way up in our communities and our our families and the the nation that we are in to be a powerhouse. But if we are still divided, the enemy will be at ease to co- uh, the, to conquer us. Exactly. And we know who the enemy. The enemy is your. Not George Bezos, George Soros, your George Jeff, Soros. Your, yeah. your, Jeff, your Jeff Bezos, you know, these many people, they are the ones who are controlling everything. And they are just two or three people that are, imagine this. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't make mathematical sense. Five people controlling about four million or billion people. What's that? It doesn't make sense. Because ex- we are ex- divided. Uh, exactly. In, in our country. In it's our country. structure. What he's talking yeah. about, it's a pyramid structure. Of course, yes. When you look at the pyramid, the pyramid has a has a very thick base. But when you lead to the top, you get a point. So <laughs> that's how they have structured it. They have structured it in such a way. They look at all the world communities as their base. These are going to be used as guinea pigs to do whatever beating they want to use. All right? And then there's a structure that goes up, right? You get the base. You get the whole part that's above from the base. And you keep on going up. So at this point, I can safely say, according to all the research I've done and according to all information I've acquired, there is one elite out there who can say, I rule the world. Yeah. And in terms of money, this person that I've got no clue who he is, but I'm sure he does exist. I hope he calls me because he can. (laughs) He's the ruler of the world. In this country, or not just this country, this continent, there was that one one man that you're talking about, and that was going to be Gaddafi. It was going to be Gaddafi. And we spoke about it about on Tuesday, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. How Gaddafi wanted to uh, put in the one world currency, mm-hmm. well, one currency, yeah. country, one continent currency, where, yeah, continent, yeah. where you can take your rent now and, and go to Zambia, and it will still be the same value yeah. in that. Yeah. But of course... Coming back to the monetary system, we know the Americans and they don't really like that because it will affect imports and exports as such. Yeah. Okay. I mean, why as Africans we don't have many things? I mean, uh, most of us, we have adopted, I mean, the European way of doing things. Why don't we have our African way of doing things? And I agree. 
we we used I to agree. we used to have this everything was was yeah. in one accord you know you used to have people coming i come to your farm you give me a cow i give you a boot you know we 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 were never capitalist mindsets we we never had capitalist mindsets on 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 what you're talking about there yeah. the movie that recently got all those awards black yeah. panther yeah wakanda that forever wakanda forever <laughs> trevor nova came on and wakanda <laughs> <laughs> sure 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 <laughs> this is uh, you know when i watch movies like it it's it's like people are trying to tell everyone that look black people did have wealth mm. hey mm. too much and they had and they had land like that too much okay, not so advanced as it no, that, that, that's a science fiction movie um but this thing this narrative that white people have got must come to an end i mean there's a place there's we, a place in africa inequality inequality it, it must come to us i'm not sure of a name right but there's a place in africa in this in this one particular place they they found the most ancient depictions of what we we called a written form of literature in africa Right, like we had this. We it, they were in a form of some sort of like mud slabs, so like uh, Egypt, soil slabs. Egypt. It, it was around there, but it, it it proves the fact that you know what human intelligence is not constricted. No, no, it shouldn't not. be. It's not. So when these people came about that authorized eugenics and said, "Endless, feeble, what?" There still was a slave there that had. An incredibly higher IQ compared to his master. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's yeah. a fact. Yeah. When you look at what God can create, knowing that we cannot even contemplate it, it's a fact that he must have been there. So yeah. wh- whether they had came, you know, this is the thing. We can start debating about something. Okay, what would have happened to Africa had Africa not been robbed of those resources? Because yeah. I call those people resources. They had minds. They had talents. They had so much that they were going to give them to the communities. Let's let's Google. Let's Google quickly some um, black inventors, because uh, I can't think of any names now. But there was black inventors out there, and they were ignored by white lists. Um, oh my God! What? What? George Washington. George Washington. Louis Howard. Yeah. Lonnie Johnson. Let's just let's just go into a few yeah, and take a look at some of the things. That these people did, and it's not been taught in schools. No, it's not. Been, maybe now it has been taught in schools. I don't think so. Not. You they don't st- think so? No, they're still busy with uh, Vietnam Cold War. <laughs> Even today, they're teaching the young ones about war, and so you have the rage in classes, you know, and so you have this uproar of. Uh, children in classes they are, they are never told of their ancestors or or the black leaders or who, whoever but you know Vusi, you've got a point yeah. you've got a point when i was back in school we i was shit scared of my teachers mm-hmm. right like seriously i would never even dream of raising my voice to my teacher because at some point a teacher was not so far away from a parent yeah because that's how <laughs> i would be sitting in my yeah, mind that's, that's fear But I saw something the other day, like I saw a clip, it, it, it's around there, somewhere on social media, yeah. of a guy that was beating the crap out of his teacher. Mm. What are we teaching our kids now? Yeah, I know, the indoctrination of today, because um, corporate punishment was taken away. And then there's another teacher that just lost his license because he slept with the 50. Yeah, that we, the we, world we live in. We, we know why corporate punishment was taken away, because it led to abuse. 
Yeah. But there's various reasons. Let's just look at these black black inventors. Yeah. Um, there's one on top I saw here. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Shirley Jackson. Major development touch-tone telephone caller ID. Fiber optic cable. <laughs> How many... 1946. You. How many people know about her? <laughs> Why hasn't she got credit? I mean, take a look in this country, for example, with the Vodacom thing. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Please call me. Yeah, the... Yeah, that was Shogi. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. He just wanted recognition and he wanted to be paid for that. Yeah. Okay, and then the, the extremists out there took it to the next level and yeah. it demanded 70 million rand and the protest happened. Okay, but that's... That's politics in this country, okay? Yeah. But yeah, granted, give the guy credit, credit where it's due, you know? There's, there's a lot of inventors out there, but still the white elitists back in those days didn't want to give these people credit. Why? Because of eugenics. Yeah. Fritz Springmeier. Fritz Springmeier is one of the greatest authors I've ever had the luxury of reading his material. What, mm-hmm. I, what, what I would say I haven't heard the name in a long time, eh? For, for uh, a thinker, I would say anybody that can stand from a situation and pull themselves out, you know, not feel it. Slavery is a very powerful subject and not everybody can talk about that because we're black and going through apartheid, we still felt that and we're still feeling it today. But we, we, we at a point, I'm, I'm a black young man. I'm at a point whereby I'm at peace and I'm calm. Oh. All right. So I've accepted these things have happened, but I don't just want to accept them, right? I want to learn from them. and I want to make sure that these never happen again. Yeah, true. Not, not just for the betterment of my own race, but yeah. for the betterment of all races. You oh, realize yeah. the whole world. If we can all just get along, if we can just all get along, this is going to be a better world. So if you're a thinker, just stop believing everything that you read on, especially like your mass media, and start conducting research on your own. Do Twitter. Twitter, oh, yes, as they can cause major kake. Oh, a Twitter is such a... We, a lot of people in this country like to refer to them as the black Twitter. <laughs> They'll take a subject like your Adam Katsavolos and turn it into a real media nightmare. And, and media as such, media outlets, you know, they get most of the stories from Twitter and Facebook and from social media. Mm. And what is it? It's yeah. clickbait. Clickbait, profit. We were talking profit. about this. We were talking about how much money they get to make when they perpetuate certain stories, when they elongate racism stories, make sure that, you know, like, it's, it's amazing. I wonder, I wondered to myself, I was watching a clip on, like, I was watching the entire segment of a news, right? I watched it up until the end. They were talking about money. They were talking about black people killing white people. They were talking about white people <laughs> killing black people. All of that, right? And then I just thought to myself, how many things had happened on this one day for them only to focus on that? Yeah. Because I can ask you one thing. How much power did uh, the citizens lose each and every day when these people are up there making legislative choices for us? Because there's decisions that are being made for us that we are not even aware of. Yeah. All right. Uh, and again, tax. Yes, it's good to pay your taxes, but I wish the government would be a little bit more considerate and actually ask the citizens how much should they raise the tax before they just raise it. Yeah. Right. Considering that they've got so much money and <laughs> I've got literally no money. Right. I, I think it's also when when you have money. I think the fact that South Africa is still stagnant, it's because of. The black, the white elites back then, I, they were just kicking back, you know, because if you were 
you grow up with maybe privilege yeah and then someone manages to take that privilege away from you you're obviously going to counter attack whatever that privilege that you had so in the state that we find ourselves in not blaming anyone even the people that are in power they are suffering from a kickback of the old regime because it was corrupt. True. We cannot say apartheid was never corrupt. We cannot, yeah, we cannot feminize, we try to feminize that apartheid, okay, did they, but it was corrupt, apartheid. You cannot justify killing people, segregating people, you know. I mean, the, the animal farm story says a lot, you know. So in that way, where we find ourselves now, it's because of events that happened. It's a kickback, you know. I, I, I once had a theory. I, I tell you, I once had a theory. And I think I told you, uh, Jason, about that, that theory. And I said, uh, seeing what had happened in this country, uh, I'm a result of what happened in this country. Born and bred from here, South Africa. And then looking at all these events that happened. I felt at a point that when we came into this new democracy, I don't want to say black, it, it's not black, it's not white, it's a new democracy because it was an inclusive democracy. Yeah. All right. I felt that we should have at least gotten somebody to be president that was not from around here. Either, I don't care whether they were black or they were white, but they shouldn't have been from around here. You know why? Because at some point, I felt whoever was around here was eligible to be compromised yeah. because of the events that have happened. And I thought maybe, I thought to myself that the person that came from this country due to this compromise position that he found himself in, because ultimately you are, you're, you're going to be compromised. It was a white leader. He's going to be like, the comebacks. If he's black, the comebacks. So we should have gotten somebody with a clear mind that looked at the situation yeah. and then analyzed everything and then gave us protocols. The funny part is most countries find other sources of information is that they did try and talk to South Africa about the way that they should go forward. And we went a completely different route. Given that, it's already happened, but it's not done. Okay, this is the thing about life. As long as there's a new day that rises, as long as we've got breath in our we can still do something. We can change this country. This is the most beautiful nation on earth. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's no country I want to die in and there's no country that I want to live in. I love this country so much. just want to see everybody getting along. Exactly. Right. We, we all want that. We, I'm not trying to say that we should accept everything that happened, but at a point we need to in order for us to form one thing and forgive one another because to prolong and keep on questioning the things that have happened. You remember one thing, it's in the past, it has already happened. We can only just determine our future. You know, when you speak about new democracy, uh, something came to my mind now, the, the Freedom Charter, the 1960s Freedom Charter, the one that says um, the land shall belong to all that work in it. You know, money should be equally uh, divided. That never happened, eh? The Freedom Charter is not happening, eh? But they, they want it to happen now. Government wants it to happen with this land expropriation act that, that they want to put in, uh, into effect. But what had happened is they, they thought of it, they scripted it, they put it on, on paper. Yeah. And then 
we live in a world that's full of other people how they perceive us how they perceive that we should do things so ultimately we are eligible to be compromised when you look at it exactly i i actually since when you're talking about uh yeah, yes, yeah, chat, yeah we got it yeah the the people shall share in the country's wealth yeah i mean when you go to dubai <laughs> being a citizen of dubai you have a certain percentage on the oil yeah just it, being it, there, exactly just being bored and prayed up what about we black and white south african are we are we eating from this uh, freedom chart that the people shall share in the country's wealth we haven't last time, yeah. I, last time i saw who owns the diamond it was the beers the, the beers yeah yeah no, they still got the, we spoke about it also on tuesday yeah. like, seriously yeah. you look at these world class organizations that are still working around and so i was talking about the company that did the abortion pill in the company that did the cyclone b gas right we 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 want to put things in fact not us is it that the 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 world's powers they want to take things which are the truth flip them so that you cannot see anything double standards all right double standards double standards they want to do it but they don't want you to do it so this is what i'm saying to everybody we need to open our eyes very much so and then we need to start scrutinizing things Yeah. And then we need to start educating ourselves because you don't necessarily need to go to school to be educated. Yeah, but what's up with the double standards in South Africa at the moment? Uh, yeah, the, the media like we meant like I spoke earlier about Twitter and that you just spoke about a teacher hitting another t- uh, child on the head. Uh, in fact, I spoke about it in my other podcasts. Nothing happens of it. But yet that high school uh, high school Sanchui in Cape Town where that white teacher hit that black teacher in the face mm-hmm. full speed it got media attention okay but when a black teacher does it the no media attention gets given what's up with the double standards I've got a question what's up with that? it i've got a question for that and you know what people know this I, and i say people know this because it happens in front of their eyes all the time just that they are unaware that it even happens or are they aware it's one thing that i want to find out but this is the thing it happens and what i want people to be very aware of is how much of it gets perpetuated onto mass media all right because you would find it it's it's what put in your it's put in your place in your face it's your food it's what you eat they want you to think about they want you to think about two races that are fighting yeah if, two races. if, if i fight vusi right now that's nothing right yes, but if i fight against jason who's white then it, it's it's mayhem But can we agree what what the events that's happening in America with the white policeman hitting on black people in America and it also goes wild on media. When America farts or sneezes, we feel the blows a couple of days later. And there's a reason why. Uh, eh? Perpetuation. Perpetuation. Hence why I said, I watched the segment and then I felt like this is the only thing that they could tell me about. I mean, you know how many medical research gets done in a day how many medical <laughs> discoveries get done i guess it's a lot eh? god like okay we we're talking about <laughs> drugs and then you find out that marijuana has got more medical effects than any other yeah you right here on earth yes you you, you talk you talk like that about drugs uh joe rogan he did an interview with yes i'm just trying to get to my subscriptions here Sorry, sorry. Uh okay, where we now? Where we now? Where where's Joe Rogan? I want to go into Joe Rogan quickly. I want to get that name quickly and you guys need to go into it. The listeners out there that's listening. 
Joe Rogan, he did an interview with John. I'm just trying to get to it now. Sorry. John, not Dave Foley, Dr. Phil. Uh, Jonathan Hurry. Yeah. Jonathan, what's it? Was it Johan? Johan Hurry. Episode 1250. Google, Google that episode on the Joe Rogan. Episode 1250. He speaks about drugs. And it was a long debate. It was a oh, three hours debate about drugs in it. And how powerful drugs is and how politicians have got connections with, it, with, with drug the lords. Mo- some of the most powerful drugs that have came onto earth, it's uh, methamphetamines, I think, methamphetamines. They, they used to actually use this in psychiatric labs, right? Like people, most, in fact, <laughs> I'm not going to say most, I'm going to say drugs are scientific researched substances. All right, they know exactly. I'm telling you, there, there's a life expectancy for a nyaupe, an average nyaupe, a seasoned nyaupe, and a veteran. They know it's like 20 odd, isn't it? You see, in this country, that's why nyaupe. I say the level of eugenics, eugenics has not been removed, they have just used a new form of weapon. Yes, okay, yeah, you're great, you're great. Uh, uh, absolutely, <laughs> I'm with you 100%. Eugenics. 100%. Yeah. They just found new weapons, they found new weapons like drugs. They found new weapons School. like hunger. School. They found new weapons like prostitution. They found new weapons like abortion. Yeah, and, and theories, conspiracy theories out there about AIDS and Ebola. Mm. It's all created in a lab. And fortunately yeah, for... It's, it's there. It's yeah. all out there. Fortunately for other people, there's for it's not a cure for AIDS. But the way we eat now, it's, it's, we eat so much processed food. I mean, if, Too we, much. if we go to Dr. Sebi, he teaches us how to eat right, how to eat to heal the body, not to to starve the body with food. Processed foods, yeah. dragon, energy drinks, <laughs> dragon and that. I, I need to talk to That shit's not good for you, man. Yeah. Seriously. It's not Who, good for you, He's going to be my new friend. I'm so <laughs> flipped out. My eyes are bulging out. He just told me, he just pointed out, right? Yeah. He said, what's wrong with your eyes? I'm like, yeah. what? There's something like, no, your eyes are bulging out. Yeah. So, like it's it's what we eat and too people, much listen if i see an ad of kfc and i am starving and i've got dirty ranta in my pocket <laughs> stop what it do you think i'm gonna do well, then Edward, stop it <laughs> the dirty ranta kfc if you walk through a center you know like i walk in a center walk outside of the parking and then you can smell the food like you can literally smell it the moment you smell it you want it in your bed uh fast food in that i mean um, another eugenics, right? Yeah, yeah. Fast food, another eugenics. Because they say they 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 they, they post another eugenics. Now you're right, eugenics. absolutely. Yeah. They use steroids in food, right? Like processed food, even the meat that we eat today, they use steroids. This is grow chickens, so you are eating a chicken. This is steroids. This is video on Facebook where I saw the top fifteen brands, and they did like a timeline of it. Oh yeah, so I, I showed you that I yesterday. That. You check the top line. It started off with the 2000 to 2017. Like, now, for years, Coca-Cola was on the top, hey? For years. And then oh. it was what? There, there, there's a day. There's a day. You got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coca-Cola, Microsoft, IBM. McDonald's was there in the top five or so. Marlboro. Okay? Uh, then Gillette. But Coca-Cola, 2005, it's still there. Check Microsoft, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden. Apple. Apple comes into the picture, yeah. and what happens to Coca-Cola and McDonald's? It starts to drop. 
Yo, check it now. Okay, first watch. is Google. Yo, this yeah. is Google. Google comes in and Apple first, comes in. Then all of a sudden, Google comes in. It's 2010. Yeah. Uh, check, check Google now. It's, it's climbing. Going up, yeah. It's climbing. Eh? Now watch it. Apple is there. Check and check Apple now. From 2011. It just goes all the way to the top. And then from 2013, Apple's on top. Now watch Coca-Cola now. It's dropped now to third. But it's going to drop. It's going to drop more. Okay? Now, my reasoning for why I think Coca-Cola dropped and McDonald's. Check check McDonald's now. Check how McDonald's is dropping. It was in the top five. Now it's going down to almost 2017, 2018. There it comes up a bit more, but it dropped down. Why? It's because I think people... Yeah, and it ended there now. It ended Apple on top and Coca-Cola dropped to the bottom yeah. almost about, about five. Sugar. Sugar. Diabetes. And water. Eh? And water. Diabetes kills. Yeah. We, we know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm diabetic and I take metformin tablets. But I'm not completely off sugar. And I don't know I should, but I know how to control my sugar. But these people out there that are stage one, mm. uh, they get gangrene in their foot. Foot has to be chopped. Uh, chopped. No, man, what's the right word for it? Amputated. Amputated, okay? Sorry, sorry. No, no, you're right. Amputated. So people realize that Coca-Cola is is a threat. Mm -hmm. Eugenics. Yeah. Okay? McDonald's. Fast food. It's shit food. Eugenics. Eugenics. Yeah. It's killing people because we're eating processed processed food. Food, We're not... when, When I speak to people about... When last did you eat an apple? Oh, a long time. <laughs> so, but when last did, did you go eat a French bologna on your scambani? You know, no, just, ah, just just now, yeah. just now I had a, like a French bologna with acha and chips and that. There was a yeah. discovery I made. You, like French bologna. I want to ask everybody. You know what makes your French bologna so pink? Dude, no. you want to go into it? You want to? You, that's disgusting. What goes into it? <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. Even Vienna's what fetuses. goes into it? Yes, dead fetuses. So they get thrown down the mix, and then they. Next time when you just want to chow down and think about mm. that. Yeah, but but in today's society, vegetables too is also very expensive. Eh? Okay, fair enough. I went to the other day to a president, and I bought some cauliflower. It was seven hundred ninety nine. But that's not always been seven ninety nine. Sometimes it's sixteen rand, seventeen yeah. rand for for cauliflower. Yeah. You know, yeah. a pocket of potatoes can cost you now what nineteen rand, and yeah. then all of a sudden, boof, it's thirty nine rand. And then the highest I've seen pocket potatoes is fifty nine rand. Yeah. You can't always afford that in, in a society we live in. The, the way we get paid, and we can't afford that. But that's our food source that we should eat. We should eat more vegetables in our food, yeah. meat, chicken. So that that's basics. We we gotta have that. Safe but our say. diet, we are not concentrating. Easy. We're not educating people in what to eat. Exactly. And that's why the fast food companies, processed companies, are making so much money. But I mean, I mean, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Who who who's my teacher right now? Who like consider me a normal, <laughs> average guy? Who's my teacher? My teacher is what? Social media is TV. What yeah. do I see on TV? Don't I see the 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 ads of these fast food companies. Don't I see that each and every single day them being shoved down my throat? Are you hungry? Here's Mac something. Mm-hmm. Are you hungry? Go to... Yeah, so now, who's allowing these adverts on TV? Obvious. The government. Who, the government. Our prison government. They're allowing these adverts. And who's allowing these girls to go to the clinics and have an abortion? The government. Who's trying to kill us? The government. The government. <laughs> hey? crazy this stuff is deep shit guys it it, it's, it's deep shit and in, in a country like ours because the majority is black people yeah. and the uh, wages that's been agreed by trade unions and that 
you are forced to buy those foods. I, I would say it is the elite weapons. The, these are what they use. It's, eugenics, like you said, has broadened out. It's not just now about uh, the death camps. Okay, the death camps now are the abortions. But they, they, they went deeper. They went into our water supply. Remember they yeah. said our local water supply is not so safe? Yeah, because if people are not going to take the abortion pill in that, then they'll go to the next level and put in the water. That was in that video that we watched, that Maafa 21 here. It was. I mean, we are being subjugated to things that we're not even aware of. Mm. So I'm just trying to say, people, let's just do our homework and then let's try and make this world a safer place. Not for us, but yeah. for, 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 for future, future generations. There's a scientist that said mankind is like a cancer of earth. Which is true. Yeah. What other species has taken and reformed the earth like we have? Yeah. We've got so much at our advantage. We've got so much knowledge out there. Just at the click of your weapons, like at the click of your fingertips. Don't, yeah. instead of trying to say something somewhere, just open up yeah. a life site that can teach you something. Exactly. There, there's so many that we need to learn out there. And be graceful to your fellow okay. men. Who's you? Yes. Carol? Yeah. Okay, oh, just to add on what you just said, Shetrick, uh I think uh, Tupac once said this. Ah, oh, legend. <laughs> True. He once said this. I don't, I don't think he's dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> you think Cuba? Uh, Tupac. Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Cuba. <laughs> Cuba. You say it now. <laughs> easy, guys. Easy. <laughs> easy, okay, easy. Okay, carry on, carry on, carry on. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he said, we got to change the way we treat each other as a people. We gotta change the way we eat, the way we we see one another as brothers and sisters. I mean, that's that's way back, way 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 back. But it's actually reoccurring now, mm. meaning we we still sleeping. Sleeping mean doesn't mean like going to bed and sleep. No, it's it means like. Opening your pineal gland. Take ah, that's say, that's say, the pin, the pineal gland, the <laughs> yeah, third the eye. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. opening up to that, opening up yourself to the universe. Let the universe guide you exactly to, to to liberation. You know, let the universe guide you to more better things. I mean, if we fight every now and then about black and white, then you're not gonna see the bigger picture. Look into what you got here, Dr. Selby. The man who cures AIDS, cancer, diabetes, and okay. more. Mbeki's yeah. yeah. mission was a <laughs> cure yeah. for AIDS. Okay. Right? He was, he was his, that was his main mission, okay? Yeah. But what had to happen if Mbeki had to find a cure yeah. for AIDS? What, what do you think would happen? Uh, many companies would, would, go, would, okay. go, would go bankrupt. Many companies... HRV, uh, the pharmaceutical the, companies. HRV, because at that stage, ARV. HRV. Uh, sorry, what else? HRV. ARV, the ARV. ARVs, yeah. The ARV tablets. Now you find a cure. So what happens now? Boom. Boom. Those companies can't make the ARV tablets. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Exactly. Same goes with uh, diabetes, and and the same goes for cam uh, ca can cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah. yeah. For many years, it was illegal in many countries, and that because. It was seeing this and seeing the devil and the evil and that. Yeah. But doctors knew those years already that if cannabis was made legal in that, then pharmaceutical companies are going to lose. Are going to lose stock. Yeah. I mean, uh, Alzheimer's. I've, I've said this to everybody. I'm, I'm the one guy that told his mother that I want to make my grandmother smoke some weed. Yes, you, I yeah. did. 
You know what? Because my grandmother had Alzheimer's. I was doing the research on medical institute, like a constituent of cannabis. And then I found that cannabis had the potential to reverse Alzheimer's. So I wanted to go out there, roll a joint for my grandmother. Yeah, so but medically, it hasn't really been proven it can cure it. It maybe suppresses it a bit. Yeah. It calms it. Calms it calms it down. It calms it down, yeah. It, like if you've ever dealt with an Alzheimer's person before, it, it's heart-wrenching. Because every hour, my grandmother used to ask me, why is she here? Not where she was supposed to be. She was living with us and used to live in Zone 14. And now we are living in Polokong. And those are unfamiliar surroundings, which made her more uncomfortable. So, had we done research on that, there's a chance that my grandmother would still be alive today. Again, we can agree upon it that this will just lengthen the process. And then people are not really dying as much from cancer. Mm-hmm. Eugenics, again, yeah. written, written all over it. Eugenics, yeah. eugenics written all over it. Yeah. Hey? Because it, it was said here in this other documentary that the first person, he was, I, I don't know, his cells were reused to create cancer on the black community. Sure. The first person who got cancer was back in the 18-something. Yeah. And then they took it his body for autopsy and they studied how cancer worked and then they took that cancer and they started you know distributing America it. is a word for that Amer- uh, yeah America they call it weaponizing yeah yeah, wep- they, they yeah take weaponizing. any type of disease it mm-hmm. could be a flu it could be malaria yeah. whatever yeah. then they get this term behind it it's called yeah. weaponized yeah why eugenics papa eugenics eugenics because they don't want a particular race yeah it's not long about the particular race because they're killing all of us all over the world yeah okay we we, okay we we said this podcast is about the black holocaust but it's not Mm -hmm. because uh we've seen jews being genocided that's Mm -hmm. the thing muslims being genocided uh chinese japanese yeah mafa is a realization you know mafa is a realization is a realization that it's not just black community that has been subjugated to these things all right it's each and every citizen of earth they 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 instigate these wars while you're in your mother's womb yeah now how yeah, yeah. how am i gonna fight a vacuum while i'm trying to develop a body in my mother's womb that's they, how they first fight you. exactly and then when you get here it's all about what like, you know what? I, when I was growing up, I had injections. What do they call those injections? Enter. To end. Ent- to do. To whatever. Ent- whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End you, right? I, I had about, about three, two of them. Then recently I had twin boys. And yeah. my boys have had more than 15 things. Yeah. Okay. Coming, coming back to the beginning of this podcast when we spoke about four million slaves being re- uh, released into society. Here's what I think. I think those four million slaves should have been educated from day one. I think they should have been sent to school. Slaves. Well, slave masters or uh, no, no, no. Well, the people when slavery was abolished. Okay. okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Context. Okay. Context. <laughs> Context is very important. <laughs> when those people were released from slavery, they should have went to school. Have you seen? There's but a Americans movie. never did that. that yeah. That, that movie for Jamie Foxx, Django. I think ev- Django. Ev- everybody needs to watch that movie. There's a very, very powerful scene in that movie where a black man rides a horse. He's on horseback. He's not walking with the master. He's the black man. He's wearing a suit and he's on horseback. You know what the owner of the saloon said? 
not to take this into contest, but uh, it, it's, it's right along there. He said, what is that nigga doing on that nene? Fuck, <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> that's it. Uh, you know, exactly, but that's true. But that's indoctrination again. It's, indoc- it's indoctrination. How you were brought up. I don't blame up. him. All right, I don't blame him because it's how he was raised. Yeah, so uh, he was raised to look at this thing and perceive it as good. But hey, people, you can go to school and you dog like a dog can learn new tricks. I I think that's what you you were saying earlier on uh, on Tuesday that when you feed when you have a donkey. And then you put it in isolation for a certain no, period. No, well, a dog on the chain. Let's yeah. say the dog on the chain. Yeah, yeah, the dog on yeah. the chain. And then when you give him uh, food to eat, he will still go hungry because he's he's known to be to 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 hunger. He's he's accustomed to hunger. Yeah, he's been dependent on you. Yeah, he's been dependent on you. Exactly. <clears throat> and now when you treat him badly, and years go by and he breaks free from that chains. Yeah. And he sees you. Yeah. What's that dog gonna do? It's gonna come back. He's gonna back. fuck the living shit out of you. He's gonna <laughs> fuck you up, that dog. He's gonna exactly. fuck you up, that dog. He's gonna exactly. bite your shit. Exactly. And and that, that's what's happening here. I mean, mm. all the years, and we're talking centuries and centuries of it. And only now we are coming to a realization of what it's caused to humanity. Mm, yeah. As such. What's that? Rest of that song yeah. dictates on how people have perceived. What's people. the name of the song? Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube there. It's called Trading Places. Wait, wait, wait. Now go to YouTube. It's called Trading Places. It's Trading by, it's huh? by a guy called Sap and it's featuring Step. Trading Places? Trading Places. By who? Uh, uh, is it Asha? No, no, no. The name of the guy is called Sap and then he's oh, featuring Sap and then he's featuring Spell it. Step. Okay. A-P. S-A-P. And featuring Stadco. Uh-oh, wait, I can't. Is it this one? Yeah. yeah. Trading places. Huh? Okay. You know who you fucking with? You know who you fucking with? Ah, back the fuck up. Back up. You know who you fucking with? Bitch, do I look like I care? If you leave a stay. Okay, don't want to play too long. Just now get copyright strikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, it, it, there's a segment that says something about a nigger. This guy, he's talking about a black man. He says a black man should be given resources in order to educate himself, to make better his life. But this other, there's two white people having a conversation. But this other guy comes and says, no, he's still a Negro. He's probably been stealing ever since he could crawl. Yeah. Yeah. And we know, but we've seen lots of videos like that. And it's indoctrination, the way you were brought up. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. People, change your frame of mind. Learn to be open-minded. There's all types. Okay, people need to research on how you need to think. There's closed mind thinkers. There's open-minded. I, yeah. I, I, honest, I honestly think that we, we, we have a responsibility, the three of us, to teach our young ones how, how to be in this world without any... Uh, mental slavery, how to avoid yeah, eugenics. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you I'm, know. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because um, okay, I work in the security industry with with cargoes. Yeah, and while I'm sitting in my office, young boy, mm-hmm. 23 years old, came in looking for a job. 
But he didn't really have the right uniform. That. So I said, you know what, dude, it's fine. I'll give you a job. I'm going to help you with the greatest of pleasure. Mm. But come back tomorrow with the right uniform. Just have the right shirt on, the right pants, because you don't have that. So he came to me and he told me, please, Mr. Jason, I, I, I need 17 rand. And I, and I paused it him and I looked at him and I said, you know, it's, I want to give it to you, but at the same time, I don't want to give it to you. Now, you mustn't get upset with me. But I want to tell you why I don't want to give it to you. Because yeah. the youth of today are dependent mm. on getting things. Mm. You know, we all know we're suffering that. And, and this is, again, what I spoke about to you about left-wing ideology yeah. and right-wing yeah. ideology. Yeah. Left wing is we are we are dependent on the government. Yes. We yeah, want I, we want handouts. I, I yeah. want and they promised me an RDP house. The, I yeah. want the education they promised. I like that, the, that's it. Demand, like De- demand, 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 demand. I voted for you, so yes. you give me. Yes. Where right wing is completely the opposite. They believe in individualism. Yourself. Do it yourself. And I've been saying this in almost all my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Do it um, gun laws, <laughs> property rights, property protection from government, and that. So. My mission, my statement to him was, I was trying to tell him, dude, you need to go out there and walk home. Yeah. Tomorrow too, I need you, you need to walk back, okay? The reason why I'm doing this is because I want you to start thinking for yourself. Because when you put somebody under pressure, yeah. okay, when he's not getting handouts anymore, yeah. he's not thinking. He's going to stay dumb, dumb it. He's going to stay dumb it. He's going to stay in that state phase. Yeah. So give him something to think about, yeah. Okay. This man is pressurizing me, yo, it's far on that. But when he comes back, he needs to come back to work with a different mindset, mindset yeah. that I'm here to make money. Yeah. I'm here to offer a service to look after the car so that I can get a tip. Okay? So then in order for me to go home with a taxi so I can have fare in it. But I, I, that's, that's what you just said. No, we, that's, it's our, our responsibility to change the mindset mm. of people. Yeah. Change that mindset. You know, touching base on that. Uh, that's why I said maybe we needed to go for liberal education from the onset because we came out like our our government our the, our ANC came out and we made these promises to these people and I understand the context that they had in mind when they were making these promises to the people but you realize you get to a point where you cannot provide for each and every one of the citizens exactly that's why people need. To no, but why not? No, but why not? It's bullshit. Why can't we provide for everybody? Not enough why not? Resources. Because uh, the reason why, it, in context, what he's saying is because uh, currently the government is corrupt. You know. Yeah. I was so surprised that some of the people in in Poland, for an example, they don't know their president. But sure, that's deep. It's very deep, you know. But the services are there. I had one guy told me that. When you go there, when you want to chop off the tree, you have to go and ask the government for permit, permission first, and then you chop off the tree, and then they come back. They tell you where to put another tree, in, you know. So those are the things that we need to look at in, in, in as far as how our government is being run, you know. Entrepreneurship yeah. uh, can put an end to that. Exactly. The, the scenario that yeah. you were explaining. Of this young man, this young man that yeah. said he wants 17 rand for me. I mean, yes, you given right, you did have the 17 rand, but there was a very, very important, valuable lesson that was going to be more than 17 rand for him to try and learn that thing. Hope he did. I hope you, so too. You know what yeah. it meant when he said, Go home and then I'll see you tomorrow. I don't want to give you this money so that you use your feet to go home. It sets 
a lesson in your head. It makes you plan. It That's makes a you plan, yeah. When you have that money that you have made, then you're going to put away that 17 rand because you know, I don't want to walk home tomorrow. Yeah. Same as hunger. We need to start informing our people. It's not a matter of not feeling humane. I mean, uh, Ubuntu is something that is there. We're always going to be compassionate to each other. Yeah. But I want my son to be able to provide for himself yeah. and not for him to wait for his father at the end of the month to bring home groceries. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what happens in the Ikasi, in the, in the Lokshan? And I've spoken to a lot of my cohorts before I give him a job and I asked him, how do, you, how do you survive? And he said, you know what, in the locations, you know, there's always a way and means to eat. I'm going to go eat there tonight. Tonight I'm going to eat there. I'm going to eat there and that. And that's cool. I love that because that's humanity. You know, you're caring for each other and that, okay? Yeah. But it's still not teaching the guy a lesson because he's going to do it for three, six months. And maybe only after the six months he's going to say, listen, I need to get a job. I can't keep doing this because there is nights where he does sleep hungry. Yeah. But he, he doesn't always go to bed hungry. He's always eating. He's Somewhere he's eating. And that's cool. I love that because that's humanity. That's compassion yeah. for other people. But you know, that's in that community. In my community, and, and especially with, with me, when I, when I, and I've spent it in my previous podcast, when I lost my job in that, I didn't have a lot of people to depend on. I couldn't go to my next door neighbor mm. or that neighbor mm. and say, mm. listen, I'm hungry now. Can you feed me that? I think that's the I, I had to make a plan. So I used my brain. Thank you. I used the knowledge that I gained that I learned in school. Okay. So again, that makes me privileged. I understand that. I understand the concept of privileged because of my forefathers. Education was there since day yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. And, and in the location life, yeah. that privilege was not given. It wasn't given. Okay. So that's why I stopped that guy and I didn't give him that 17 rand because I want to give him something to think about. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I want to give him something to think about right now. Uh, for the youth of South Africa, we, we there, there's a very big, big decision that each and every one of us has to make. It's either you want to be involved or you are going to be impartial. You are going to sit on the guide on the sideline, and then you're going to let your life be dictated by other people, or you're going to stand up on your own and say, "I want to do this." You realize it's it's a fire that has to start within one's own heart. Yeah, you, you cannot teach that. It's it, there's a valuable lesson that you're going to learn in school. But that's why I say your basics, you need to get your basics in right. Yeah. Right. I, I remember one time, like, when you're talking like this, what you just touched on, Mr. Jason. Not um, Mr. Jason, just Jason, please. <laughs> Jason, please, just Jason. Come on. You teach me, you teach me morals. Just, eh? just Jason. You teach me morals, so I give you Mr. Jason. You know? <laughs> so so uh, what I was trying to drive home is that well, there was a time in my period when I was very hungry. There was nothing. There was no food. Yeah. We ate to go for, for, for supper. What is it? I, I... Like he's saying, use your mind. I took that plate, ne? I took fork and knife. Yeah. I started eating togo with fork and knife, yeah. telling to myself, my inner gut, that everything is going to be okay at the end of the day. You will reach the place that you want to reach. You know, I think you were trying to enlighten that boy when you gave him, when you, not, when you didn't give him, you know, that money that he needed. You know, and again, with us, the way eugenics is, it's, it's so broad. We don't have brothers. I don't have 
the brother, you know, because of the effects of eugenics. You know, maybe he was lost in apartheid times when he was running or whatever, you know. So I don't have a psychological connection with somebody. Like you said, because you were you you, you lost your job and because of your indoctrination, yeah. your father taught you well, taught you right, you know. You you were able to survive the mental struggle that you need to come up with. Yeah, because of my job. privileges, yeah. Exactly. So we we, we we as black people most of us we don't have brothers to talk to to show us the way in Donna, this is what you need to do yeah. as a man as a guy because eugenics again came into the picture you know so i, I want to yeah no no carry on carry on so, i want to touch a bit on something but carry on so hence why we have so many uh drug addicts you know hence why we have so many lawyers in lawyers who are Lawyers, doctors, pilots, whoever, who are like misled, you know. Yeah. We we want role models outside of our families, not inside, because there are no family structures in our own families because yeah. of yeah. eugenics. Yeah. Yeah. Um again, when I was in Czechos when I became a manager, um again, yes, I, I agree it was my privileges. That they got me there. Not so much my education because I had to stand at eight, okay? So, uh, but my privilege and I became a manager and I learned how to become a manager. I was first a shelf packer, worked my way up, supervisor, and I became a manager and eventually a store manager. And when I became a store manager, I realized this is my time now to do something, to give back. Mm. When I got to my first store, and I was in, uh, well, in Joburg, I had, a, I had a black guy there, uh, Percy was his name, and he was a supervisor in that store for seven years. And I realized his potential, I saw his potential, I approached HR, and I said, listen, I want to give this guy a cap. She said, what do you mean, Jason? I said, nah, come on. We need managers, I want to make this guy a training manager. Okay, cool. She looked at me, she, sh- she said, okay, cool. We put him through the program, because it was a two-year program, and most retail stores have got it. Yeah. And I made him a training manager. But he completed his course faster yeah. as a year. And then he became my manager. He became my sales manager. Okay? Great. He was happy. I mean, for the first time now in his life, now he's a manager. Yeah. He's now something. Okay? Yeah. When I left Checkers, I was in Spa. Uh, probably about a year later, he phoned me. He, fa- he traced me and he, fa- he found me. Mr. Jason, I just want to say thank you to you. I said, no, dude, for what? He says, no, I got a bonus. Yeah. I received a 30,000 rand bonus. I go, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. But why are you phoning me? Yeah. He says, no, I want to say thank you to you because it was your standards. It was mm. what you taught me. Mm. The branch manager's there. There's a new branch manager. I said, well, no, but you must thank him. He says, yeah. no, 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 no. That branch manager basically just carried on from what you put in because that store mm. that I took over wasn't a loss. It wasn't yeah. a loss of 1.7 million. Yeah. And I turned it around that following year to 299,000. Not a lot, okay? Yeah. But that following year, it, it made 2 million rent profit. Yeah. Wow. And that's when yeah. that's when he got that 30,000 rent bonus. Incentive, you know? Mm-hmm. Work well done. Mm-hmm. You know how proud that made me feel? Mm-hmm. Because Zebra force. I, I felt that I did something here. I gave back. Yes. I gave back. And he was not the only one. When I came to Van der Bell Park, Yeah. I did the same thing. There was a guy there, Zachariah, also a black dude. Mm. I, I, told him, I told my area manager, I want to make this guy a training manager. Same thing. And the area manager realized his potential and stole him. 
I said, now you're stealing him from me now. Come on, man. And he stole him. Then he took him to somewhere there in Sukunda. Okay. A year went by, I saw him again. He's got a nice car and that. And then for a long time, I didn't see him. And then I saw him recently in the mall where I work. And I said, Zachariah, dude, yes, you've gone fat, man. Fuck it. You've got a fat stomach. And I said, what the fuck, dude? Sure. With all the stakes, he says, ah, Mr. Jason, ah, I know, it's the, it's the good life. <laughs> so so we, I'm walking with him and I walk to his car. Yeah. And I didn't realize, and he clicked the click, and it was a Mercedes Benz CLK Ew. 200. Ew. Oh, I stood still and I looked there and I said, Dude, <laughs> dude, fuck it, can I shake your hand, man? Just shake my hand. I yeah. couldn't believe what he was driving. I say, and he's, he's working for uh, CTM. No, not CTM, uh, the Macro Division. Uh, well, Allmark. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot C- the name C- now. C- okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's, wor- he's working for them. Now, and yeah, he says, yeah. And again, he told me too. Mm. Straight forward, he looked at me and says, I would have never had this car if it wasn't for you, Jason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I mean it goes back awesome. to, to how we need each other. You know, you went beyond the, the line of color. You know, you saw the heart, the mind of a person. You know, I mean, if we were to erase perception from black and white human beings you know we could see each other as as one you know i yeah. think we have we have had so much topics or yeah, conversation around this yeah in everything that we're talking about we're really making the white man look really evil okay uh let's step back it's not <laughs> it's not just a white man i mean come yeah. on we know the corruption that's going on there's yeah. a zondo commission inquiry that's going yeah. on Angela Grissy has now been on the platform and there's other people's. I think McBride is also now on the platform. He's going to spill the beans on a lot of shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, it's, it's, all, yeah. it's not a color thing. It's, it's, it's a human factor and it's a greed factor. Okay. Can we all be in agreement to that? It's, it. it's a greed factor. That's where it goes. Ultimately, yeah. it's, it's, it's a choice of okay. being dormant and being passive. And then deciding that I'm going to stand up and do something, right? Because it's easy. Just let things get by. Yeah. 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 But it's not, you know, it's easy to destroy rather than to build. Yeah. It's way, it takes longer and it takes more resources and it takes more manpower to build. But in order for me to demolish, I simply just need a couple of minutes or seconds or even an hour. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the type of mindset we need to try and eliminate. Of course, yes. We were talking about a new democracy. I, w- I want people to start getting to this point of mind where I say it's a new democracy. It's not a black democracy. It's new because it's inclusive. We were talking about a rainbow nation. Yes, we acknowledge the things that did happen, right? We acknowledge them. Yeah. But what I'm saying is let's all come. Yeah. Let's all form one people. One-mindedness yeah. people. Of course, Gaddafi wanted this. Yeah, he wanted this. We, we, we in that segment, in that hour, whereby we will be one. That's when we can see who our enemy. Is. And exactly. we've got one common enemy. When that fucker shows up to the door, he's one. Yeah. 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 And he's not gonna be black or white. He's gonna be all races. But there's one thing that sets him apart from us. It's the money. Hey, it's the mula. Yeah. Pussy. Yes, sir. Land expropriation. Coming up. What do you want? 
What do you want in this country? Nine acres, 90 acres of land. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> you acres. 90 acres. Huh? Of land. No, you know what? You know what, dude? This, yeah. has, been, this has been on the <laughs> social platforms for a while. You should ask for land by the highway. Yeah. By the freeway on the end one. No, listen, listen. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I don't know if I spoke to you okay. about it, but yeah. put ask for land there on the end one so you can put a toll gate there, Chuck. <laughs> put, <laughs> put a toll gate there, yeah. put, uh, you'll get Lekamula. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also another way of making money. You of know? course. Yeah. I mean, it's your land, and those people are fucking Aish. passing through your Aish. land on the highway. Aish. But I'm telling you, that that's not a way of making money. <laughs> no. like i've got a perfect plan of making money you know what i would do i would i would register an organization then i would just follow along with the guidelines of planned parenthood <laughs> i get what i get funding from the world i get funding from america isn't that what we want Oh, well, yeah, because of the currency exchange rate. Isn't that what we Thir- want? What's it, 14 rand now to the dollar? Huh? Yeah, thank 14, you. 14, 14, yeah, 14 rand. Thank you. Look at, ah, oh, cuck. Come on, man. <laughs> I've been living the 50 cent life. <laughs> so, yeah. There's this uh, ghetto, ghetto working by Miles Davis or Robert Glasper. You know, this, this, this is a typical example. It's a music. It's a typical example of how we are still working but we are working unaware of the things that are going i mean if you check the lyrics when i was young nobody told me don't fall for traps what are traps credit yeah uh, drugs yeah uh, everything we've been speaking about almost everything that we've been speaking about you know so it shows to tell you if you don't have someone that's gonna impact you. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about go to church and do the did it. No. I'm talking about someone who has been there, your library, maybe your grandma. Sit down with your grandma, talk to her, get some wisdom around. Then you then you're going to see a broader picture of where you're going, what you need to do as an individual to protect your family, or to be confident wearing your surname around you know because this division it's it's you it's it's doing it's 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 devastating it's it's becoming a conundrum one that we become each other's enemy just because of fragment you know and i think like i said before we have a responsibility to teach to correct you know if we could correct then we'll see yeah. When, when did we meet? Well, in CNA, you were buying a capitalist book. And I asked. I was you, looking at a book. Yeah, yeah, you were looking at a I was looking at a book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at a book. And, then, and I asked you, hey, what, what's that book about? And then that's where he started. It was 2015, eh? 2015. It was yeah. 2015. 2015, yeah. And we started speaking about the politics. politics. Okay, but that was 2015. And my mindset then. <laughs> Compared to my mindset now, it's two different worlds. Uh, it's two different things. I mean, you've asked me lots of questions <laughs> that we spoke about years ago, and then I look and I go, ah. I don't know if it's so much true now because I've learned, I've discovered other things. Other things, yeah. And that's the thing we keep on discovering other things. Eh? That's uh, that's uh, that's the advantage of knowing. You know, I'm I'm not using anything any slogan for any famous you know brands. The advantage of knowing it's it's quite important. Because you learn. 
But I, but I want to know now, but yeah, yeah. when I met you in 2015. Yeah. After that, we started seeing each other more and we spoke a bit on Facebook and we've had more coffees and that. What was your interest in politics back then in 2015? Knowing who, who has the truth, you know, yeah, who, yeah. who carries what? the truth. That was my interest. Did, yeah, did you have the same amount of interest back then as what you do now? Because no, now I can fully no. say you've got more interest into it. In, in the last few years, you've done massive research. <laughs> you have, because at one yeah. time when we met up and we had coffee again, and I was amazed. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this Vusi's learned so much. I'm, I was chuffed. Yeah. The, the thing is with politics, you know, I, like I said earlier, I bleed yellow, green, and, go, uh, and, and black, you know. Yes, I always wanted to be someone in politics, someone so influential to change the the community that because where we come from from where you come from it's quite different you know there's so much going on wrong 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 things are going down yeah. you know so even now i'm still interested i w- i wanted at some point i wanted to be a counselor but i saw you gotta have some protection before you could be one you know even my my intentions with politics is to impact people to develop people not to use people for votes, yeah. but to develop them, you know, give them channels and opportunities, you know. I was once privileged being given an opportunity by a politician who said, you know what, go go do one, two, three, you'll see things will go through, will pop up, you know. And that has been my interest to actually impart on people's life, especially yeah. the, the youth, you know. Yeah. The interest uh-huh. now is actually growing even way higher and higher and higher. The more I talk to you, the more I see you, you so many things. And Chatrek as well, you is is one <laughs> one no. head of a person who has a gold mind. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, gold that, uh, gold that, mind. But that's why I invited both of you because I, I like the way you guys think. Yeah. Both of you guys, you both guys I'm thankful. Brilliant. Uh, and and this is one of the reasons why we're having this podcast. I want this podcast to be an awareness. Yeah. To raise awareness. We we, we didn't just speak about Eugenics. We didn't speak about (laughs) eugenics as such. We spoke about the monetary system and all that. And you don't have to take our word for it to the listeners out there. You go out there, take the phrases that we use there, go do your own research on it. If you don't like Google, then go to the library. Go to the library and do research. If you're in college or university, go speak to your professor about it. Okay, there's a lot of the curriculum at the moment. Uh, They're trying to change it at the moment eh? in universities. Mm. There's a, there's a podcast on the Renegade Report. Uh, two students they speak about. Uh, it's called it's called Progress SA. Google a bit about it and go into it. Hey, we'll see. Take note of Progress okay. Progress SA. At a later stage, and just go out and check what they stand for in that because there's a war at the moment at universities, and they're trying to change the curriculum, mm. change uh, how and who educates and, and what. What race gets educated? Yeah. You can't, you can't let a white man educate <laughs> this. I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, you yeah. must go watch that uh, or go listen to that uh, podcast on the Gen- uh, Renegade Report on Cliff Central. Progress, progress, SA. Segregation. Listen. So right now, no, it's not. It's it's uh, yeah, you know. We have in this podcast, it's mostly of its layman terms. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know the posh words. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the posh words. A little lot of posh words there that you often don't understand. 
But you go through the podcast and you, you get the idea what, what's going on. Guys, are we going to wrap it up? Who okay. says anything you want to add? Well, in Tupac's words, we got to change the way we eat. Yeah. The way we treat each other as Absolutely. human beings. You know? Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the idea. Anything apart from that, it's, it's eugenics. Yeah. Cedric? Philosophy. Uh, psychosis. Philosophy, psychosis. Yeah. All the, all the, Lord, all the uh, fancy words. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Develop your, yourself. Develop yourself. I'm not talking about materials. I'm talking about getting knowledge. Make sure that you know what's really happening in the world. The truth is out there. You just have to look in the right places and talk to the right people. Open your penile gland. Mm. Open your third eye. True. Open, Open your, your third eye. eye. Yeah. <laughs> in a world full of blind men, the one with king or the one-eyed man will be king. So you uh, need to open your penile gland. Of course, yes. It's not the matter of opening your physical eyes. Come on. There's a greater power that will insti- instigate you to go and find the real truth. So just... Be open-minded and seek the truth. Funny enough, I, I, I'm seeking the truth and then I'm, I'm talking to politicians. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm a philosopher that, that's conversating with politicians. It's, yeah. like, it's a world we live in. Exactly. Be yeah. open-minded. Yeah. Be open-minded and develop, develop yourself. Exactly. Develop yourself. All right, listeners out there, thank you for listening to my podcast, The Conscious Debriefing Show. My podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts, Spotify. There's so many various platforms. The podcast that's available here now is on Anchor FM. Uh, as you open the page, you will see there's various links. Download. Okay, if you listened, if you have listened to so far, let me give you advice. Download some of these podcasts. These players, podcast players, because it will give you notifications. If you like my channel, <laughs> I can't force you not to like my channel or hate it. There's critics out there. I know there's going to be critics out there. If you want to go into my Facebook group, the link is on this Anchor FM link. Leave a link. Tell me I'm a twist. Tell me this and that. That's fine. I mean, we're all yeah, uh, we're open for options, different opinions. We all have, in fact, different opinions. We're all not the same. We all have different wavelengths on thinking and what, what, what. So, yeah, please subscribe. Subscribe to my podcast. And if you like this, give me a like. There's a, On the Anchor FM, there's a place where you can, you know, leave a clap in. So, I can know you guys appreciate my content. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, where's my outro? Where's my outro? Okay, guys. Shavusi, thank you, yes, my man. Sir. Thank you for having me. It was uh, blissful and open-minding. Was uh, it? Yeah, very much. Too much. Shadrick, thank you, my man. It's a pleasure. Okay. It's a pleasure. Cheers. Till next time, guys. Peter.